to the Wednesday Morning Surf Report, your home for answers to important questions. I'm Rick Larson, joined as always by my co-host, Jeff Cardello. Thank you for introducing me, Rick. You are welcome. And today, in our inaugural episode, we're going to introduce our two guests, starting to my immediate right is Chelsea Greenberg. Why don't you tell us something about yourself? Hi, my name's Chelsea. Um, I kind of like eye contact sometimes. Uh, I play uh, accordion. I'm also a comedian. Excellent. Excellent. And our, our next guest today is Genevieve Rice. Why don't you tell us something about yourself? Hello, I am uh, Genevieve Rice. Uh, I do not like eye contact that much. I gotta be honest, off the bat. Okay. So should we just divert our eyes to the side a little bit? Let's all stare this way. Uh, I'm a comedian and uh, licensed realtor and uh, cat owner. And uh, extraordinaire. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So the way this show works is we have, uh, we typically are going to take a very important question suggested by a listener. However, as this is our inaugural episode, um, all of the questions came from me. So we're going to have our guests fight it out to see who wants to pick the topic that we're going to discuss today. They like locked eyes for a second. I don't know. I don't. I don't I, care. I, <laughs> all right. Who's left-handed? I'm. I'm. I'm not. I'm not right-handed. 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 Okay. Um, then Genevieve, no. you pick the topic. Okay. <laughs> all right. Fair all right. Okay. What is the deal with planets? What is the deal with planets? What is the deal? So we are what? going to now spend, <laughs> spend the, the next episode uh, delving into the mystery of planets and uncovering basically everything you, the listener, would ever want to know about planets. So... Uh, Jeff, what do you know about planets? Um, I know that there are many planets in the solar system. Um, I know that... Not as many as there used to be. Yeah. Not, some have been... <laughs> right out of the gate. Demoted, yes. Um, I do know that statistically life on a planet is is very uncommon. Well, I mean, it, we just have this planet, so this is all we know about life, but in the universe... It seems to be it seems to be pretty rare, and it seems to generally fall into the Goldilocks zone, where it's not too hot, and it's not too cold, not too close to a star, not too far. These are all... These are all very important things about planets. How do you guys feel about space in general? Like, are you space fans? I I am. I actually ask this question to people a lot. Like, given the choice to to take a vacation in outer space, would you would you go for it? Would you not? What would you What would you need before you would be willing to let somebody shoot you into outer space? I always like space. 
my first time I knew space was uh, from Timon and Pumbaa, from The Lion King. They're just big balls of gas burning millions of miles away, and I don't know, when I was a kid, I really liked farting a lot. So that was sort of my first relationship with, with space. With outer space? Oh. Yeah. So you're not so much into the farting anymore? That was more of a childhood thing that you No, I, I still um, enjoy it. That's my favorite part about being single. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I think I would like to fart in space. I think that would be pretty great. Yeah, I... I wonder about the containment suit, though. Well, I mean, those are, they have been designed and engineered to recycle and filter. I'm sure it would be like a. a They've probably gotten that problem worked out. Yeah, NASA's pretty thoughtful. I mean, I I think they've, they've, yeah. Because I think one of the best parts about farting on Earth is that you can run away from it and you don't have it following you around all day my thought on that. You've given us lots to think about. I mean, there are are most likely planets, or there are planets that have very high uh, concentration of methane, so you would be basically just visiting a giant a fart planet. Fart planet. Yeah. Yeah, what, which planets do you think would be best or worst to fart on? I actually... I actually have read that Mars does smell a lot like methane, Ooh. and I'm going to steal my wife's joke on this too. Is that if you come grew prepared, up there, you'd, you'd just be used to it. Yeah, kind of like living on a farm. <laughs> but yeah, it's like that. And I forget who's. Yeah. yeah. I forget whose quote this is, but it's something about like a fish doesn't know it's swimming or something. Has anyone ever heard no, that quote? I, like I, a fish doesn't yeah. know it's in water. Yes, that was the shark from Finding Nemo. Oh, that, yeah. Okay. I've never, I've never seen that. There's a lot of movies I haven't seen. Yeah, I have a friend who hadn't seen uh, Finding Nemo because she didn't. She heard there was one of the. She doesn't like fish. Okay. For starters, she's, she's, so she's like, yeah, that yeah, right out. Yeah, she's just like very fish centric. Yeah, and she doesn't like um, like electric fish, like especially. And like, there's a there's like a fish with like a like with a hangy ball light oh, kind the of fish. Yes. Yeah. 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 Stuff- she was just like, this whole movie is just not for me. Those are those are scary. Yeah. yeah. I've never I've never seen E. T. Hmm. Is I've never seen Top you? Gun. Oh. Oh. Hmm. Well, I personally don't think you're missing very much, but there are people who would disagree with you. Okay. So to get back to this topic of space, I mean, this isn't the movies we haven't seen podcast, That which would be a very <laughs> interesting podcast. I've never stayed awake through an entire Lethal Weapon movie. I've oh. fallen asleep on, oh, I think there are four of them, and I've fallen asleep during at least three of them. Kind of getting back to space. I have uh, fallen asleep in all of the Star Wars movies. Oh. Oh wow. Yep. Mm. <laughs> do Do you guys know the the outer space song? The space song that they teach to kids. Uh, I know a space song that they teach Mercury, to kids. Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars, hurrah, hurrah. Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars, hurrah, hurrah. Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars, we're spinning and whizzing among the stars. That's about it. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 and then it goes all the way to Pluto. 
but then you can't mention Pluto because I, they, I don't know, every time I think of that song I get really emotional because I think about Pluto. Well, it's, it's still there. But it's... It's just not a planet. I mean, do we, do you, like, recognize it? I mean, basically, do you, like, recognize it, the song? Do you just kind of give it, like, a moment of silence? <laughs> or... <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically, put your hand over your heart. And <laughs> so, you're on a mission to Mars, or some other planet. What, what do you bring with you? What's, what's in your limited, uh space that you have, what, what do you bring? Tweezers. There's no way I'm having a unibrow in space. I have to look glamorous when they're taking photos. I'm having, bringing tweezers. I think that, yeah. Yeah. Because if you've ever seen any science fiction poster, they're always, they always catch you right as you're doing some very sexy pose. Yes. Like, nobody's ever just sitting around in space. Or... And you've got to have great eyebrows in space. Like, basically, I think that's... I think, like, basically, you're not allowed in space if you don't have great eyes. Yeah. your entire planet. You have to, you know, you have to present, present well. Okay. But, but it, if you're on a mission like this, I mean, you're going to be with the same people till the end of your life. I mean, would this be just a good opportunity to let yourself go? I mean, because they have to live with you no matter what. No matter how... Oh, yeah. Bad. So you're talking like a long-term trip. You're not talking oh. like a jaunt. One way. Oh, damn. Oh. One okay. way. Oh, oh wow. That changes everything. Um, hmm. Would you bring records? What music would you want to listen to forever? I'll bring uh, albums, uh, yeah. cassette tapes. <laughs> I don't know. Does, does like modern technology like work in space? Yes, I would say. Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. There's, on, on a planet with very thin atmosphere, like, the sound may not travel to you as well, but, like, the, the, the record itself will spin and the, things like that. So, so, space. The topic here today is <laughs> yes. space. And we're exploring um, different facets of space. Planets. The topic is planets. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to think of uh, my opinion on planets. Do I have to have an opinion on planets? I think everyone has an opinion Do I need on to pick... Planets. My favorite planet, my least we favorite planet. We could do planet. that. We could go around and and, and pick our, our favorite uh, our favorite planets. And feel free to be metaphorical or allegorical with it when you think okay. about what you really like in a planet. I remember, and just to get the back to movies again. When I was a little kid, um, the movie Planet of the Apes horrified me. Oh. Like those monkey men and women uh-huh. horrified me. I could barely watch it. Oh man, I ate that movie up. Like that that movie to me was what Star Wars is to other people my age. Like I watched mm. all the sequels. See, I saw the Tim Burton one first. <gasps> oh, that's yeah, not that's not, not, good. not the way to do that it. That ruined me on like 
monkeys and space and movies. So, are we alone in the universe? Let me throw that out there. Oh, deep. But, but we all didn't finish going around and. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no! Yeah. I'm favorite. I, I, I gave it a lot of thought. Oh, please. Oh, What's okay. your favorite planet? Uh, my favorite planet is Planet Fitness. And I, what I like inside of it is uh, all the ellipticals. And I also like the uh, pizza that they will bring occasionally for they pizza. Have pizza? Night. They have they pizza? They have pizza night. <laughs> they yeah. do. That's pretty great. They have candy <laughs> on the counter. They do. And this weird room that if you pay for the extra membership you can go into and I don't know yet what goes on back there. Do you get to like eat pizza? <laughs> you get to eat pizza and candy like in secret? <laughs> Maybe. I, I, I've never actually been there for pizza night but I just want to imagine a bunch of people just running on a treadmill with a piece of pizza in their hand <laughs> at that moment. I think that's yeah. a, a very compelling image. Okay. But I actually do pay for the extra membership so I can go to multiple locations, but I haven't gone into the into the secret uh, into the secret layer. Do you think it's a, like a like a passageway to like space? It says Planet Fitness. Obviously, yeah. Yeah. there's a portal. I mean, yeah. let's be logical yeah. about this. Like a like a wormhole. Yeah. Worm your way. So our side and you're skinny. So our planet, that would be great. Planet Fitness and Planet Hollywood, are they in the same universe? Oh. Are Planet Hollywood still around? Have they gone the way of Pluto? <laughs> I think, yeah, planet, planet Hollywood is America's Pluto. I think there is still one in Las Vegas, but that's just because Las Vegas is where things go when yeah. you're not really sure, is that a thing? Like, if you see the posters for all the shows, every show in Las Vegas, the first reaction you have is, oh, are they still a thing? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, like Britney Spears has her... Celine Dion. Yes. Yeah. 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 I love Britney. It seems like she's doing okay these days. Yeah. People shave their heads all the time. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> she's got abs now. She's okay. <laughs> So we were talking about our favorite planets. One vote for Planet Fitness. Oh, yeah. I think I'm a a Jupiter girl, if if I'm going to be honest with myself. There's a lot of good things about about Jupiter. Is it the red dot or...? I think think the red dot got me. I think think just the size. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Neptune's good. like rings like a nice ring sailor moon which one was the was it is it because of jupiter was there a sailor jupiter was there <laughs> you're you're really testing my <laughs> limits of what i know about jupiter I'm gonna say yes. Yes, there was. this oh. is like four people that don't know anything about space talking yeah. about space <laughs> 
<laughs> like, though, yeah. I know so much. I mean, we've about, we've yeah. been cu- we know Star Wars took place in space. Yes, that is something yes. that we know. We know they shot in location on in space. In on on space? Yeah, space. I don't know. Um, but, on MySpace. <laughs> Star Wars takes place on MySpace. Okay. They, yeah. Yeah. I remember uh, really. I remember one time I had this uh, pregnant science teacher in seventh grade, who um, she got mad at us and she made us um, get into groups of three and write seven-page reports on a different planet. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, we had to do it in three days, and. We wrote one on Neptune, and uh, to make it uh, seven pages, we wrote it in 24 um, size fonts. That always fools teachers. <laughs> that always, yeah, they, they never pick up on that. Yeah, but, uh, that's all. So that's about all I remember about Neptune, was that we basically wrote our whole report very quickly <laughs> and very largely and it was yeah. from space <laughs> exactly when i used to uh, when i used to teach english um, i would on the first the first assignment that was due the first like writing assignment i'd collect them and there would always be you know a third of the class didn't write their paper so i would i would do this little activity for 10 minutes where I would say, if I have your paper in my hand, take out a, a you know just a blank piece of paper and draw me a picture of a Pokemon. And <laughs> keep in mind that I have no idea what a Pokemon looks like, so it can be anything. Just draw me anything, put your name on it, and you'll get five extra points. If I don't have your paper, then take out a piece of paper and write an explanation as to why I don't, what happened. And, and so they would write incredibly lame excuses some of them would get very creative and and be uh and be snarky and 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 kind of tell me off a little bit and i would collect all of those as well and i would keep the pokemon pictures in a binder that i could go back and look at years later and i would take the the excuses and put them in envelopes and mail them home to their parents And then the second assignment that was due, I usually got a lot more people to uh, to complete. What's the best Pokemon drawing you got? Do you remember? Um, I got um, I got a picture. I got actually several pictures of myself as a Pokemon, <laughs> so, which I will take any day. Um, there was a lot of uh, a lot of drawings of my beard um, but I did have <laughs> one year where um, my wife kind of encouraged me to let my hair grow out a little bit and some people were making fun of me because they said I had Justin Bieber's haircut Aww. but I found hmm. out from some of my students that there was a rumor going around that I was wearing a toupee <laughs> oh no <laughs> and, I, I actually thought that was the best, <laughs> the, the best story. So I wanted to, I wanted to get one, and then cut my hair really short, and then come back the next day with long hair again. 
like, I'm not wearing a toupee, or it wasn't before, but I am now. That's my favorite part of uh, wearing wigs, is just not addressing it at all. <laughs> and just, like, just switching it up, and, and people are like, yeah, did you do something with your hair? And I'm like, no. No, I, I'm I, I'm fine. I did, I did nothing with <laughs> my hair. I just have to say it like that, too. How, how many wigs do you have? I think I have four at this point. Yeah. I only have three. Oh. Do you name your wigs? I name mine. Is that strange? No, no. I, I, I think you have to. I think like you're you're morally obligated to. Uh, I, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like having a kitten when not not naming it. Yeah. Like you're never gonna actually call that cat by that name. Oh no. But it exactly. needs the it no. needs a name. I mean, you're not a sociopath. You can't just call your cat cat. Yeah. Like you have to give it a name, even if you have like thirty yeah. nicknames. Yeah. But yeah. How do you name a wig? Is it that initial feeling you get when you put it on, or yes. yeah? Okay. Yes. A person with this hair would be named Starla. Yeah. 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 yeah I feel probably forty-five percent of wigs are named Starla. Starla. Uh, I've got. I've got a Rhonda. Um, I've got a Monique. Ooh. Um, and uh, and I've also got a Rhoda. Yeah. Okay. Have uh, Amelia, 1920s little, you know the pin curls, big oh, nice. mm-hmm. waves. Okay. It's very classy. I own zero wigs. <laughs> I probably need to have a wig or two, but I'm I'm lacking. Though when I have worn, I, I have I I've worn a wig before for an improv show. Where I dressed in drag very poorly. Um, it was for kind of a weird show, but uh, I f- I did feel the transformative powers of a wig. Oh, I think men that dress in drag are so hot, like Frankenfurter. Ooh. Fra- oh, Frankenfurter. Oh. Oh, yeah. From yeah. outer space. Yeah. From yeah. outer space. Yeah. The only wigs I've ever owned were like Halloween wigs. Like I bought a curly wig the year I went as Napoleon Dynamite. And if I include the rest of my family, um, my wife did have a Marge Simpson wig for a while. (laughs) And when I was in my late teens, I owned a bald cap that could not be less convincing. <laughs> I was like, I'm going either as a bald person or someone with a pancake on their head. Like, it did not. I think that's what you want in a bald cap. For I, I think if you're, if you're, unless you're trying to really be bald, I think you really kind of want it to be non-convincing. Like, I think that's a little, that's a little more affirming, I think. Maybe, maybe. I was always... Uh, full-on commitment. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna pretend to be bald, I want people to be fooled. <laughs> that is fun. That is fun with wigs is fooling people. I yeah. think that's my favorite part yeah. of wearing a wig is is uh, is pulling one over. Yeah, I do enjoy a fake mustache from time to time. Ooh. Those are fun too. One time, I I for a Halloween costume, I purposely grew out my facial hair, and for that evening, I had a real mustache. And I could barely live with myself. Like, just looking at myself in the mirror, um, <laughs> it got shaved uh, before uh, the uh, night was over. 
too much mustache shame. It, yeah, it was. It was shameful. I um, one one time for a Western themed show, I grew like a full handlebar mustache and shaved the rest of the beard, and I had like a not quite a Fu Manchu, but definitely like like an extra on Deadwood or something. Like I had a very yeah and. That was also the weekend that we took the photograph for my Costco card. (laughs) (laughs) So people who work at Costco get to to live that memory forever. Um, But that's the story of my mustache. So on a mission to Mars, one would have the opportunity to grow facial hair. Yes, yes. And to wear a wig. I'm just trying to tie and, this all together. Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And if you brought the <laughs> tweezers, you could take the hair from the unibrow and build yourself a fake space mustache. That was, I'm on board. Yes. I'm telling you. <laughs> I wonder if I would grow... You know those women, like, when you age, some women, they get the, the hairy upper lip? Mm-hmm. I would wonder in space if if that would happen, like, if I'd get that, and then I would just be stuck with it. Like, would I be so lonely and just stop caring so much that I would just... I don't know. You think... Do you think what stops that from happening is the effect of gravity, or...? I, I wonder... Sometimes. What's the shaving situation like in space? That's what I want to know first. Like, that's why I couldn't answer, like, what we should bring. I need to know that. Really, anywhere I go, I need to know. I mean, I I always check the the shaving situation section on Lonely Planet before I go to a new country. Yeah, that that makes perfect sense. Like, in terms of, like, will there be facilities to shave? Or, like, what's the local custom regarding what to shave and what not to shave. Yeah, I mean, I feel as people who are colonizing a new planet, that it would be their responsibility to figure out the norms of that. You set the, yeah, so there's a a compelling reason to go, is you get to set the standards. Okay. Okay. It's a new frontier, basically. Yeah, Yeah. essentially. That's one small step for I was trying to think man or woman uh, a yeah. giant mm-hmm. leap for I was trying to shave of is the word depilatory I tried to say dilapidatory but I know that's not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah that's why I shouldn't say big words <laughs> that I don't have pre-scripted <laughs> planets yes does anybody like when you were a kid and you would take a field trip to the museum and you'd go to the gift shop and even if it wasn't a space museum there was always astronaut ice cream I feel like you had to have it I feel like yeah. I feel like people would demand that you I mean that you had astronaut ice cream which is basically like what tang it's just yeah. it's freeze dried oh, yeah it's those, those little balls it's, the itty bitty little yeah. balls then if you were in space they'd go Oh, then you would just fly through the air and open your mouth and eat them, and it would be just oh god, I'm hungry. Dippin' dots. <laughs> Dippin' oh, oh, yeah. oh. Are Dippin' what? dots the same thing as astronaut ice cream? Ice no, cream those are the from the future. Yeah, they're um, from the astronaut ice cream that I'm thinking of. You usually get it in a foil package, and it's about the size and shape 
of a bar of soap. But it tastes a little chalkier. Does it come with small wooden spoons? No, because it's, it's freeze-dried, so cream? it won't melt, and it won't drip, and it won't fly off and get into your app, your spaceship controls. And I also feel like I'm the only person in the world over the age of eight that likes it. Mm. <laughs> so. I feel like we should talk more about Dippin' Dots, because I feel like Dippin' Dots like hasn't taken off as much as we all think it should like it's great why hasn't it yeah are people too set in their ways of of sticking with ice cream traditions they're not open we're not ready for the future yet they have it in hawaii on the beaches oh and the only other place i've seen it has been at harkins and it dispenses it and so yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's strictly a Hawaii slash movie theater. Or like yeah. a dying mall. Like, because yeah. I've seen malls. it like yeah. TV mall and. Mm. I do love me a dying mall. I mean, that was someone's like, like million dollar, multi million dollar <laughs> idea. Like, they re engineered ice cream and, and the people have not Good embraced it. Yeah. And honestly, for the better. Like, I'd say we, we were all on board. With Dippin' Dots, yes? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, everyone I know likes it. And you only see it in, like, weird places. And I think part of the problem is, I'm going to go out on a limb here, um, is the name Dippin' Dots. It's, a, it's misleading. You don't dip anything in it, and you don't dip it in anything else. Like, it seems like there should be, like, that I think that's stick. what happens to the dots. Because it's in dot form, mm-hmm. I think I think you dip you those have to dots dip to get those dots out. Yeah, see, I don't think that's clear enough. Oh, you can suck them up through a straw. You get the brain freeze of sugary goodness. Oh, it's so good. Have you ever noticed that one of the signs that <laughs> we agree with you? Dying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the, one of the signs of a mall dying is that they start to have non-chain stores. Like, if you think of, like, the old town or the downtown area of anywhere, it's always the cool thing to do is go and see these little mom-and-pop stores or these little independent bookstores or whatever. But when that starts to happen to a mall, that's when you know, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't leave my car in the parking lot. Yeah, I feel like um, anything involving um, lasers or... um or like neon lights, mm-hmm. like basically anything, any kind of like neon, like putting, like or or laser tag, like that. That's a mall. Yeah. That's the, a mall in decline. That's also, a mall that cannot sustain a gap. Also, they start to they start to get like military recruitment centers. Yes. Oh. Like that's a great <laughs> sign. The mall is, is, is in decline. Yeah, because if you're going to this mall, your choices in life are limited. Like, like you're seeking entertainment in a dying place, and what could be more entertaining than joining the Marines? Yeah. <laughs> Basically, it's like you're either going to go to the mall, jail, or the army. So... Hot yeah. Topic doesn't even have chains anymore. It makes me sad. Like, what happened to big black baggy pants and depression? And that's that's why Hot Topic was, was there. And now it's not there anymore. Yeah. 
I blame uh, Big Pharmacy on that. <laughs> the kids are too medicated. They need to to embrace their darkness in that chain wallet that hangs down four they, feet. Trip pants were a form of self-medication. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> My day, we didn't have Xanax. We just had Chinkos. <laughs> yeah. well, well, they had the extra large Chinkos. Remember those? Oh, yeah. I, oh. I worked at, uh, at JCPenney during the height of Jinkos, where, like, basically it's like I worked at the part where uh, Jinkos kind of flew too close to the sun uh. um, to bring it back to space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, where they got like they got like super wide. They got like like something like twenty two inches wide or something like that. People are just like, no, this is a skirt yes. now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel like Mill Avenue in Tempe is one of those places where Jinkos have persisted. Like I feel like there must be, um, like, like these are like family heirlooms. Like, Ooh. like, <laughs> like because the amount of Jinkos you see in Tempe is. It's crazy. Like, here, son, you're a man. Here's these oversized pants. You just see entire families crammed into one pair. Yeah. It's like a sisterhood of the traveling pants situation. (laughs) Like, these all magically fit us. Because they're enormous. I feel like the Phoenix metropolitan area is a time capsule for fashions that have long since gone away. I, I, yeah, I would I would definitely agree. I think uh, yeah, if you drive through Mesa, you get a really good sense of what 1986 looked like. <laughs> it's just it's like they got they reached that year and they're like, all right, guys, we're done. <laughs> this, is, this is what we want. We've reached the peak. But there is there is some you know utilitarian value and you know garments such as uh, skorts. Skorts are pretty great. I love skorts. Yeah. yeah. What are skirts? Basically, they look they look like skirts in the front. They've got like a panel in the front that looks like a skirt, but they're really shorts. So mm-hmm. so they're kind of like they're like skirts in the front, shorts in the back. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know what the the male equivalent would be, except maybe in the 30s when you had dickies that would look like a tuxedo shirt. That's probably the. Uh, so I think I the male equivalent anybody. is like a like a mullet, like like business in, in the front, party in the back. Oh, okay. I'm I'm being controversial here, but I'm saying okay. the skirt is the, the mullet of yeah. I mean, of who clothing? Who are are, are skirts popular with? Is this a younger woman thing? Oh, I mean, I have a couple of my mom's old skirts that she gave me. And they're wonderful because you can have a have a skirt, but you don't have to worry about bending over and having anything be seen. You know, it's like like you can do improv in a in a skirt. Okay. You can run around on stage. It's like, hey, you can't normally wear a dress, but you do improv or theater. Hey, you have a skirt, you're good to go. I think yeah, this this show today was brought to you by the National no, I, I feel like skirts are like dipping dots. Like they're a good idea, and yes. they just and for some reason they just haven't taken off. Hmm. And they're also a sign of a dying mall. I think yeah. <laughs> so. I, I do kind of 
kind of associate them with an era gone by, but... What are those, those rompers? Do you have one of those? The rompers? I, I, have not, I haven't done the romper yet. Um, a romper, do you guys know what rompers I, are? I have no idea what a romper is. I know, I'm familiar with romper room, but not <laughs> rompers. I feel like I have a general idea, but I'm probably wrong. Like shorts? I want to hear like what you think a romper yeah, is. Kind of like, like a, yeah, like a, a one-piece bathing suit that, like, it's got a shirt and shorts. Kind yeah, of, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. Yeah, so, I don't know, they're kind of becoming more of a thing, uh. I, I have not I have not done a romper yet. I might someday. I'm, I think I'm I think I'm approaching um, my the, romper stage. What's the British word for sweater? Because I'm thinking a jumper. A jumper. A yeah. Okay. Very different. Jump, jump, jump. So. Okay. I've learned a lot about um, uh, fashion. Uh, romper in, in a lot of ways is like a spacesuit. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's all contained. It's all one piece. It's timeless. Yeah, I mean, really, spacesuits have not really changed in design. Like, I mean, as far as in movies, um, in the last like fifty years. No, I would, you know, I would say that's true. Some some years they're tighter than others. There've definitely been some like sexier, more form-fitting like spacesuits I've seen, but. In general, like the ones from Gravity are like not too different from the ones from like uh, 2013, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, or 2001. Yeah, 2001. Yeah. I thought about 2001 when you mentioned Jupiter, too. I mean, me. I jumped to that. I might. I don't even know if I. I said. Did I say monoliths? Something that you liked about Jupiter? Monoliths are pretty great. Uh, yeah. Are the, I like a nice monolith. Yeah. Are I'm there a, monoliths on, on Jupiter? There are, according to the movie 2001, there's at least one monolith um, orbiting the planet Jupiter. And if you get too close to it, you spend like 20 minutes watching stock footage and like old people turning into babies. And um, I have my own complaints about the ending of the movie 2001. Another movie I have not seen, 2001. Me either. Yeah. You're not alone. Many or many people are are bored by it. Um, I think the boring parts are the best parts, though. And the, the when it gets exciting at the end is when it's pretty much unwatchable. But I like that one movie with the aliens, and it sucks people's brains out. Schindler's List. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Which is the one where the alien uh, aliens suck brains out of people's heads? It's like they're weird arachnid creatures, and it has this like thing. It goes, it goes, oh, it sticks them all up, and then it gains their intelligence, and it. Is that Starship Troopers? Yeah. Okay. Oh, now we've hit on one that I haven't seen. I do not like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I'm like, any, any, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong movie. Is that the one where uh, Denise Richards plays a math genius? I feel like 
I feel like it is. And I feel like she also played like a nuclear scientist in a James Bond movie. Yes. Like somehow she's getting all of the intellectual genius roles. Yeah. I don't I don't think a woman who willingly uh, marries Charlie Sheen uh, <laughs> can, can be a mad genius. I, I feel That's like why should... it's acting. Don't you feel like Charlie Sheen should just walk with like a, like a gimp? Like, I feel like he should just have a gimp leg. I, I feel like he probably has. Yeah. For a second there, but. <laughs> 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 yeah, that was John Cryer. It's his gimp leg. Oh. Well, he, he should walk this way just because it would further enhance who he, or it, like the person he is, he should have some sort of limp. Like, he should have sustained some sort of leg injury. Do you remember when a time when people liked Emilio Estevez less than Charlie Sheen? Can you believe that's? I know that that was a that was a weird range, yeah. a weird but sunnier time. I think almost. Yeah, we thought he was the lesser of the two brothers, and yet now, how things have changed, how the mighty have fallen. If if you had to get stuck in in a a space pod, like one of those escape pods with somebody, who who would it be and why? Could be anybody, living or dead. An escape pod. I'm yeah. thinking Emilio Estevez. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait. But Mighty Ducks Emilio Estevez or Repo Man Emilio Estevez? Oh, I think I think Mighty Ducks. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I I would have to agree. I think Repo Man's probably a better movie, but he was the scuzzier character in that one, and he's likely to just like eject out of your escape pod mm-hmm. and leave you stranded somewhere. Yeah, I I feel like I would want an easygoing, comforting person in the pod with me because I would be freaking out because we had to escape from something. I would want someone very grounded, like just so a gentle soul. I feel like um, Breakfast Club um, Emilio Estevez is pretty reassuring. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, he's he's got a very tough exterior, but in yeah. underneath. Or I feel I feel like Oprah in an escape pod would be nice because she could just like be like, hey, sometimes in life these things happen, and we just have to you know try and heal. And look and, under your seat. Yeah. You're getting an oxygen tank. <laughs> You're getting an oxygen tank. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to pay the taxes on it. What about like just like a hunk of Tillamook extra sharp cheddar cheese? Because I wouldn't have to talk, and I don't really like people too much. And then you could just eat it, and at least if I you think die, you're on to something. Eat cheese. I, yeah, I think so. I think I would like to be next to a cheese person. But I think you're I, right. Yeah. yeah, but maybe carved into the shape of a person, yes, so yes. that you can ride in the carpool lane. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think a cheese person is. Uh, is the pinnacle of, of humanity, is, is who we need uh, on our side. Is there cheese carving? Does such a thing exist? I feel like yeah. there should be cheese carving. There is, I mean, there's butter carving. There's butter, carving is the word? Maybe sculpting? Sculpting? Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah. I feel like that that has to be something that's celebrated in some of our eastern states. Maybe the the Vermont <laughs> annual cheese carving. I was definitely thinking it was a midwestern thing. Oh, some kind of curd festival. Okay, or something. the festival yeah. of curds. I feel like I feel like different regions would have different cheese values. You know, like I feel like that's definitely a states' rights issue. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's no cheddar cheese in France. Well, I didn't know that. Damn it. <laughs> Is it a matter of taste? Do the, do the French look down upon our lonely, lowly cheddar? It was like 80 euros for a small hunk of cheddar cheese. Also, they don't have peanut butter. Oh. Oh, I've, I've heard about that. Like, yeah. United States, like, we basically, we have, we have peanut butter and we have gun violence, and that's what makes us stand out. Yeah. I have a friend who lives in China, and every time he visits, he just wants to eat cheese every day, <laughs> all day, because there's not... There's no... Yeah. Also, they are... It's a pretty great thing to yeah. do here in America yeah, for just, all of our foreign listeners. Yeah. <laughs> Come, America, we have freedom, we have cheese. That's but pretty much what I want to do in the United States. We got ripped off on the national cheese front, like... You should never eat American cheese if there's any way to avoid it. <gasps> yeah, I, I agree. I feel like a grilled cheese... Like Switzerland beats us in the national cheese department. Swiss cheese way head and shoulders above the American cheese. Yeah, when I was in high school, um, our foods teacher made us make weird things, and one of them was fudge, but one of the main ingredients was American cheese. Oh, my God. Oh. What? Oh, that sounds delicious. I feel like we're, we're talking about child abuse. This, this teacher is like, now. like somehow, somehow the cheese like lost its identity, and like oh. through magic, I imagine, um, it turned into fudge. But it, you still... It was a little weird. Why is this a bad thing? That sounds delicious. You have cheese turning into fudge. Oh, God. Once again, another reason why America, I mean, is the best country. We can can take something like American cheese, make it into fudge, make it into grilled cheese. Um, Shoot it with a gun. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever, as an adult, wanted to build one of those cardboard box hot dogs? Ovens. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> that sounds so amazing. You just take a wire hanger and impale a hot dog, and then you put you make have to make a parabola shape with tinfoil, and then you can cook a hot dog outside. Is this like a hobo thing? Like who? <laughs> like where does this come from? This is what I wanted to do as a hobo so I can I, live. I went, to, I went to hobo elementary school. Okay. Majored in bindles. Okay. Um, I majored in eating uh, beans out of a can. All right. <laughs> Riding the rails. Yeah, drawing arcane symbols on the sides of trains. Okay. Yeah, I've I am unfamiliar with this method of, of cooking hot it was dogs. A, it was a science project and when I went to school because I guess that's what we had the, the budget for. <laughs> we also did the thing where you threw eggs off of the roof and whoever's oh. egg didn't break won a prize. I thought you were going to say it, people that displeased you. <laughs> <laughs> 
That was an extracurricular activity. Because um, I was going to say, same. <laughs> so, okay, yeah. we were talking about cheddar cheese. Yeah. We were yeah. talking about yeah. things that are... You've been to Europe. Yes. Um, what other things struck you as unusual that, that were different than the American things that you were used to? Well, I would have to say that um, scarves, that necks, bare necks in French culture were the equivalent of like showing lots of cleavage, like whipping out your boobies. So even the men too huh. like, would cover their their necks, and so you would cover your neck wherever you you went. Hmm. That sounds. They're, yeah. They, a, they have a long <laughs> tradition of hickeys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the French method of of, yes, of hickeys. Yes. It yeah, involves I've heard, tongue. I I've, heard, I've heard lots of things about that French kissing. <laughs> Well, I'm about to go to Paris actually next month, um, and my husband and I are going, so oh, I'm gonna have to like get my husband into scarves, <laughs> or he's gonna scarves. Yeah, he's gonna stand right out. Scarves are fun, but they don't they don't come up very often in Arizona. Yeah, I feel like there was a height of kind of hipstery scarf wearing in like 2008 I feel well I mean I, I feel like in territorial times there were like bandanas oh so yeah. those, those were the original yeah. scarves yeah, for men technically that's a, um, that's a scarf and in the late 60s early 70s Fred popularized the ascot Fred Scooby Doo oh okay. yeah. <laughs> I don't actually know his last name I think it, it actually is Ascot. His okay. last name was Ascot. It's, it's either Fred or Dew. <laughs> there were uh, Elizabethan collars back in the, the day with their ruffles and layers and whatnot. What kind of scarves do they wear in, in space? Oh. 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 Would you bring a scarf space to space? Scarves? Well, it is cold there. So I would say it's probably and not a bad... It's not it, because, especially because it you roll it up and it won't take up much space in your in your space luggage. So it's not like a parka that you know, now now I can't bring boots yeah. or mm-hmm. now I can't bring my my records because I have this stupid parka. But a scarf will keep you warm and also maximize your luggage yeah. space. I feel like it would be a comfort item, like if you brought a scarf that your grandma had had made. It would be like oh, like I'm millions of miles away from Earth, but here's part of home. I would wear my cat as a scarf in space because he's very uh, slinky okay. and he has this uh, layer of fat, this downy fatness that would, you know, cradle my neck. And uh, would, would you bring your cat into space I would bring. I'd bring my grandma to wear as a scarf. Your grandmother would wear yeah. as a scarf. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I feel like I, I feel like that's a good idea in theory. I feel like the cat would not agree, and I feel like that's the main problem with the cat as as the scarf. Yes. I, I feel like the cat has many good scarf properties, but I feel like the cat and yeah. without yeah. gravity, he would just float up to the now, shelves and knock down your what space is it candles. About, about grandmothers, your your grandmother that would that has optimal scarf. 
Well, first of all, Probably. I feel like she would enjoy space. I feel like she'd be like, oh, that's cool. I grew right. up in the country, now I'm Astronauts. in space. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that would be that would be fun. Um, I mean, it's very different from rural Oklahoma. Um, and, um, yeah. And there, are, there are some similar. I was just in rural Oklahoma, and there are some areas. <laughs> what uh, part? Salt plains, for example. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Wasted planet, but in a in a kind of neat way. So. You know, kind of going back to that, Oklahoma has produced a lot of astronauts. Hmm. For real. No, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like they really want to get out of their hometown. Technically, Will Rogers yeah. was an astronaut. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm from Oklahoma. I'm a. Oh, I, is Will Rogers from Oklahoma? Will Rogers is from Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, we have an airport named after him, though he died in a plane crash, which is not great. He didn't crash into the airport, so it's okay. Or maybe he no, did. no. <laughs> Too soon, you think? No. Nah, it's, it's it's been a while. It's been a while. It's yeah, been a while. It's, it's, we can we can we can, we can take <laughs> Will Rogers down. Take him down a peg. Right? Yeah, like like the plane did. So Oklahoma has produced a lot of astronauts. Um, and gymnasts. And gymnasts. Yeah. Both involve escaping the force of gravity. Yeah. And Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More importantly, Oklahoma. I feel like, doesn't Bruce Springsteen have any songs about gymnasts or astronauts? Yeah, if you get right down to it, any Bruce Springsteen song is about astronauts. Okay. Um, or jean jackets. <laughs> if we're talking about jean jackets and we're talking about astronauts, then we need to bring Elton John into this conversation. I agree. A man who has mastered the use of, of both of these things. Yeah, so... Does anybody feel like... the he actually comes out in the course of the song Rocket Man, or is it just me? Because he mentions he's going to be gone a long time, and when he comes home, they're going to find out that he's not the man that they thought he was. And maybe I'm just reading so too much space, into it. So yeah. space can change but, a person is, is a message. Yeah, yeah. Or at least you're up there, you're alone, you have time to think about things. Maybe you're, you're going to be honest with yourself. Maybe it would be reassuring to have Elton John in that escape pod to let you know, hey, you're okay the way you are. Mars is not the kind of place to raise your kids. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, also to get back to the subject of wigs and toupees, Elton John. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Also wore a duck costume. And scarves. Yes. Big scarf guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the message of Rocket Man, is that at the end of the day, it's okay for a man to wear a scarf. Yeah. yeah. It's okay to be yourself, as long as, yeah. And if that means wearing a scarf, I guess that's okay. That's what, that's, that's what I'm saying. Do you know that he, he wrote a musical about vampires? I didn't know that, he no. He did, it was... Terrible. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's that's the worst. I 
no offense to any vampire listeners, but I almost feel like everything written about vampires is worse than it needs to be. <laughs> They're really misrepresented in popular culture. I, I'm not one to pile on and be like, oh, Twilight is the worst thing ever because everything with vampires is I know, it's terrible. like a, it's a sliding scale. It's a, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like... Oh, they they ruined the great like what's a good vampire movie? I'd say probably the maybe the best vampire movie that's kind of about vampires would be like Ed Wood, kind of. Okay, okay. Or that that movie where they I can't remember the name of it, but it was a they, it was pretending to be behind the scenes of Nosferatu, and the guy who played Nosferatu was really a real vampire. And he was killing people, and it's a real movie. That sounds like an awesome movie. It, yeah. It, Fast Times at Richmond High. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's uh, Bitten's pretty good. I mean, What's Bitten is probably like the zenith of <laughs> of, 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 of vampire yeah. culture, really. Like honestly, and then and then like, you know. I've had people bring up the Lost Boys to me. Yeah. I I've never been enthusiastic about watching it. Like it's okay. Ca- yeah, Count Chocula. Count Chocula is yes. yeah, that's a pretty good vampire he thing. He needs his own movie. Yeah, a Count Chocula movie would be pretty amazing. Yeah. Do you think space vampires would have tentacles? <laughs> I hope so. I would. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah. It would just be like a little octopus, and it would open its mouth and have little things. And be like. <laughs> <laughs> I am totally on board with a space octopus vampire. There is um, if we if we take anything away from this podcast, yes, it's is. that Dip and Dot should be more popular, <laughs> and that space octopi vampires. It's actually a vampire squid <laughs> oh my that God. really yeah. lives in the ocean, oh my and God. it has like a, a it has like webbing between its tentacles, oh. and it like pulls up a. Uh, tries to hide. It's like very scared. Oh. It's not a. It's not a frightening. Like a yeah. like a little chorus girl predator. like pulled up the skirt yeah, and goes, goes whoa! Oh, you can't <laughs> see me. So is it just a vampire octopus to other octopi? Like, or is does it like jump the species to different species? Like human vampires I or just? I, I don't think it has anything in common with vampires except. That it looks like it has a cape. Oh. oh. <laughs> we're, we're all disappointed. I'm oh. sorry. Vampire <laughs> <laughs> Squid has disappointed another group of people. Oh. <laughs> but really, doesn't everything just look more adorable with like little fangs? Oh, I'd say that's probably a good. Yeah. yeah. I like fangs. Yeah. yeah. Fangs are awesome. Fangs are pretty great. I, all right. You know, his fangs are all right. You know what does tend to make good movies? They're werewolves. Werewolves have werewolves. fangs. Yeah. yeah. They seem to they seem to have gotten the better end of the deal as far as like watchable movies. Because there was that one with Jack Nicholson that's pretty good. Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's literally the name. Wolf. That is literally. Now I haven't seen it in years. It may not have held up, but. I remember enjoying it quite a bit. Yeah. Is that the one with uh, Michael J. Fox? In the, uh... <laughs> no, that's Teen Wolf. Oh, that was Schindler's List. <laughs> yeah. I mean, isn't 
every movie with a teenage male protagonist basically about a werewolf. I mean, I feel like teenage boys are like werewolves. They're awkward and they get really hairy and they smell. (laughs) (laughs) It's a metaphor for masculinity. I feel like most movies are, are basically about werewolves and that they start out one way and then there's something that happens that makes them uh, transform into something else. Yeah, I mean, it's but, like a conflict. It's like a, like basically, the man is. <laughs> I f- I forget my point, and I'm gonna stop making it. Yeah, so be, being that's a werewolf fine. is kind of like having a very unruly, kind of bad-tempered pet dog that you don't even get to pet. I feel like they're werewolves you can pet. When, but being a werewolf, you don't get to pet the werewolf. Yeah, would, that's true. Would, would, the, would the space werewolves be, be in a war of, of epic proportions with the, with the space vampire octopi? And then they would go and the octopus would go and throw their tentacles onto the werewolves. The werewolves would be like, no, you can't. They're like, ha ha, joke's on you because we have suckers. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it would be a good matchup. I think, yeah. yeah. I, I'm going to go mm-hmm. on a limb and greenlight this movie. Now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 I mean, on my it'll desk. it'll be an erotic um, thriller. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you know that 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 is a very original concept. You know, more original than a lot of the movies coming out. Like, I would rather see that than Jurassic Park World or whatever. Sure, isn't that? You mentioned erotic thrillers, though. Yeah. Isn't that the worst named genre? Like, most of them are neither <laughs> erotic or thrilling. Yeah, I feel like it's just, like, those are, they're not quite, basically what they really want is, a, like, just, like, kind of neutered porn. Like, basically. Like, they can't say this is neutered porn. They have to say, like, it's, you know. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it also has to be a little bit violent because, yay. <laughs> there has to be a mystery, right? <laughs> like, like we need to solve this murder, but we also need to dry hump each other. Like, there needs to be yeah. some sort of intrigue. Yeah, the mystery is, when are these people going to fuck? That's actually a direct quote from the back of the... <laughs> Like, let's find out how this person died, but, you know, let's go make out in the presence of the body. I don't... I don't know. (laughs) Seems suspicious to me. I mean, is it real, like, just... All you need, like, real real porn is, like, just a commercial food, like a, a pizza. Oh, God, pizza. Which brings you back to the pizza at Planet Fitness. Like that's like porn right there when you're exercising and you see that pizza. And, yeah. and then you see it in front of you and then you see it on the TV. They have it on the TV? They have it on the TV. Well, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> they have pizza on TV like as a as a motivational like They do. And then they shuffle it with real pizza in front of you. What is what, this place? What type of pizza are we talking about here? Is this a Papa John's? Is the is this a quality pizza yeah. or it is free. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. This is like you need a lot of beer pizza. Like, a lot of beer to get it down. Oh, okay. Yeah. How thick is this pizza? That's what I want to know. 
Like is it is it like a like a thin crust, like a California style, or is it like a like a deep dish or or like a? It might have been at one point, but it has so much grease, it just kind of flops. <laughs> this is served where, at a gym. Where do they make this pizza? In the, in the gym. Is it like treadmill powered <laughs> ovens or something? I don't know. That would, that's actually oh, a good wow. idea. I feel like that's a good marketing strategy, like serving people pizza just so they keep coming back, yeah. like so they keep having to work out. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know why I'm not losing weight. Just. I I've been. I I've been, walked for 15 minutes and I ate a pizza and a half. <laughs> been running towards pizza for the last hour. <laughs> I have pizza dreams. <laughs> so do they make like a big announcement on the PA system, like, "Hey, everyone, pizza's here," or is it just kind of this secret that that people? There's there's this man with like long straggly hair that brings in the pizza. This is getting more and more of a <laughs> <laughs> No, he does. He just kind of comes and then puts the pizza down and then he leaves. Hmm. He's like their Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Santa. I mean, I go to the YMCA and I don't, I don't get any sort of extra food or, or anything out of that. I work out on the on the streets. <laughs> <laughs> so whatever pizza I get is is probably not edible. <laughs> mostly, yeah, most, mo- mostly your workouts are running from chuds. <laughs> it's a big city. Lots of chuds. <laughs> But being in space, one one would miss the simple pleasures of Earth, such as pizza. Or sushi. There is a great... I would miss sushi. A great visual in 2001, where that guy is using basically the entire spaceship as a treadmill, and this big round part, and he just runs up, and he's inside the circle, and he runs a complete loop. And that's what I mean when I say the boring parts of that movie are the best parts, because it's stuff like that. It's contemplative. You know. Yeah. It's a mood movie. If I had a spaceship, that's what I would do. I want to live in a place that looks like that spaceship. Yeah, I think that's that's a a good design ethic. Do you know after he finished that movie, he destroyed all of the props and all of the sets? Because it was common in like the 50s and 60s to just reuse stuff all the time. So you always see that danger, danger robot. Mm-hmm. In, he's in like 50 movies because they're like, well, we could build another robot, but we've got one right here. <laughs> and so he didn't want that to happen. So he trashed all of it. And then when they went and made 2010... Whether that was a good idea or not, I'll leave that up to you. But they had to study that movie and try to try to recreate it from what you see on screen because it was all it was all destroyed to keep it from being reused in Star Wars or hmm. I feel like I feel like Cuba like basically would, would destroy things. I feel like that's like 
I feel like he didn't want them to reuse things, but I think he just also enjoyed He's like, <laughs> like destru- <laughs> destruction. Kind of fun. And he, yeah, he went out personally with a with a claw hammer and was just breaking it apart for hours. So, did you guys see that that room two thirty seven or whatever? What was the name of the movie that was about the conspiracy theory with uh, The Shining? Oh, it was. It wasn't about. It was like the moon landing. It was about the moon landing. Was oh. was filmed on a set that that uh, that Kubrick built, right? We have not seen it. Try to remember when I considered watching that movie yeah. on Netflix with the description said. It's, it's very interesting. There are some very outlandish um, theories, but um, yeah, it's about all this hidden meaning and symbols and weird stuff in The Shining. Is there an accordion in it? Um, I might not watch it then. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the accordion makes a prominent role. But yeah, it's about... Yeah, like it was like Kubrick's confession about him faking... Helping fake the moon landing film. He should have just consulted a woman. We're very good at faking things. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's funny because we're liars. I don't know how many women I've dated that have faked moon landings. <laughs> yeah, I mean you you can tell by their by their the intensity that, that they're faking Wait on the moon. You have not landed on the moon. Yes. No, really, I did. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta fake a moon landing so you can go to sleep. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> All right, you see, if I had a if I had a spaceship, I I would fill it with accordions, all kinds of accordions, space accordions. Do you know that they make electronic accordions now? Yeah. I had no into, idea. Yeah, plug it into an amp, make techno music, make techno alien spaceship music with accordion, and plug it in and make it go boom. So maybe one could communicate through the. Polka. Language of music to yes. alien space harms. Like a like a Pluto polka. Pluto polka. That's. It could happen. That's a, a thing, yeah. <laughs> I, I can see it happening. I was actually like trying to imagine what that would sound like. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was I was envisioning yeah very like 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 the theme to Star Trek, but in. Accordion form? I don't know. How do you guys feel about the theremin? I I, I like it. Okay. I like it. Um, as much as one can like a theremin. Yeah. 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 There's a there's a theremin at the uh, musical instrument museum that you can actually Ooh. play. That's really fun. Oh, that does yeah. sound like fun. Yeah. I like I like the musical instrument museum where you can just like walk by. You get the headphones and you can like. Basically, every time you walk by the country, you hear what music there. They won't let you touch the accordions. <laughs> if you try to, an old woman, I'm pretty sure, like, let's just say her name is Miriam, because that's what she looked like, will yell she, at you. That's the, There's that, about 30 the women. The There's, like, 30 old women, Miriam. like, hunting out, just, like, waiting for you to, like... On on accordion interference. Well, no, just they just well, they wait for anyone to be filled with the joy of music, and then you're like, oh my god, I want to touch this, and then they come out of the shadows, and they're like, no! <laughs> Have you ever had a cat and a piano at the same time? 
Ooh. In the middle of the night, the cat walks across the piano. I actually have I have uh, four different types of uh, cat piano apps. <laughs> <laughs> I um, oh, my cats. Uh, are outside. Um, the way to get them in, if they're lost, if I can't call them, is to play the cat piano. It's it's like this piano made out of cat sounds. Oh. And um, yeah, and so I have different types because one thing about cat piano apps that you should know that I know is um, they stop working. <laughs> they only work for a little while, and and then and then they die. Um, Support yeah. is limited. Exactly. So, and then you have to get a new uh, cat yeah. piano app that I, works better. <laughs> I heard cat piano, and I was unsure if it was like meow, 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 or if it was. And piano app that was designed to be played by cats oh. because we have an iPad app that is little fish that swim to the screen up like they're coming up from the water mm-hmm. and it's supposed to entice the cats to play with the, hmm. with this, the fish this one is made out of different cat sounds and it's like they have um, like an alley cat they have a they have one sound that's ginger cat which mm. which is uh, surprisingly gentle and they have kitten and then they have purring. Everybody, yeah. everybody wants to be a cat. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just wonder if that, that classic. <laughs> <laughs> we all agree. Yeah, that, I, that, I, our I, silence I, is all of us going, I, yeah. I, I get it. Thinking about being a cat right now. In fact, I've got to uh, lick my hand and wash my face. How do cats respond to accordion music? Oh, they love it. Mine sits there, and he watches, and he bobs his little head. And sometimes he'll even do his little paw and pat the keys and try and play along with me. Oh. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My cats basically have a very uh, combative reaction to music. Oh. Yeah, like, basically, like, we play the the cat piano and, like, to get them in the house. (laughs) And then they, they... we the one that gets them in really is the fighting sounds. <laughs> <laughs> like they they hear they go oh there's a fight going on and then they get all riled up and they fight each other. Ooh. Oh. He <laughs> <laughs> used to have a piano walking cat, um, and our our current cats don't do it at all. But we have kittens. In fact, <gasps> if you tweet at the show, we have one extra kitten, and we could mail it to you. Um, (laughs) Local delivery available Local delivery But one of the kittens climbed up And walked across the piano Two days ago And I'm like oh wow it's it's that But I wonder if you have a theremin If you have the same problem With like your cat walking across it Yeah there are I've looked on YouTube Hmm. there are clips of cats Playing the theremin Oh okay That's my confession. About the purpose of this podcast was to confess yeah, that. Yeah, oh, could you imagine if you brought cats and dogs in space and the Next. cats would go like poop and the litter would fly up and the dogs would like go after them like treats? Oh, that, that, could, be, that could be a problem. Yeah. It would be a weird, weird symbiosis. This is why I don't want to bring a cat as a scarf oh, okay. in a space. So you have to bring I didn't a dog, want to... though, first. Or otherwise... To complete the circle. It's a good <laughs> My brain's in space, obviously. That's that's where it lives. 
<laughs> was a good uh, a good topic for us to pick. I think it was yeah. indeed choice. I agree. Good job, us. All right. <laughs> Thus concludes. I think uh, yeah. I think that sounds like a good uh, good place to wrap up. Maybe we'll go around the table. Any last words? Anybody has anything to plug? Any shows? <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Or, or yard sales or. Mercury, Venus, Earth, and Mars. When is this coming out? Um, that's a great question. Um, sooner rather than later. I'm gonna, Not Wednesday. I'm going to put it on my computer, okay. and then I'm going to forget about it for two weeks, and then someone will say, hey, we need... The world needs this. This needs to be heard, so... But yeah, yeah, so... Um... Well, uh, depending if this comes out fairly soon, um, on July 8th, I'm going to be at the uh, Crescent Ballroom for the Switch, uh, which is basically like an... M- it's You get three topics that uh, the audience has tweeted in, and you have a minute each uh, for, write- for coming up with jokes on it. So August 1st, I'm going to be doing The Neighborhood at The Torch. Being the monologue person. Oh, that's very fun. Yeah. Um, I will, um, on the second Friday in August, be performing at the Torch Theater with Apollo 12. I'll be around. <laughs> you can check me out, I'll be around. <laughs> Jeff will be alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very good. <laughs> <laughs>